Welcome to the Kawita Assembly Youth Podcast. Our goal is to equip you to take on the most revolutionary mission known to man. We hope these messages encourage you and strengthen your walk with Jesus. Please like, share, and subscribe. And also don't forget to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. And now here's your host, Matt Bruner. What's up, students? It is the third episode of 10-Minute Theology. We are joined with special guest Cody Joyner. Oh, I'm special. It's, it's not that special. I feel so good. If you know anything about Cody, then you know that's not, <laughs> um, he's not that special. He's the fifth and sixth grade pastor here at Kuwait Assembly, and I just thought we would have his take on today's 10-Minute Theology. And so the question we are going to be asking is, can we trust the Bible? So... The Bible, uh, it talks a lot about the creation of the universe, that there's a God who created everything. He's in charge. It talks about the fate of humanity. And so if the Bible is true, then it should be the most important book um, known to mankind. And so that is what we're going to dive in. Is it true? Can we trust it? And if so, how do we live by it? So the first question I have, Cody, is, um, of course, you're a pastor. Pastors are known for reading Bibles and having Bibles and yep. um, being mm-hmm. Bible people. Um, but how has the Bible shaped and impacted your life personally? And can we trust it? So, uh, I'm going to start off with a story. Okay. So, whenever I was in fifth, sixth grade, I, that's whenever I kind of started getting serious about being a Christian. Um, I didn't really grow up in a Christian family. We didn't read the Bible at night. We went to church every once in a while. Um, you know, we... We were that that typical, like, Christmas, Easter, and a couple times throughout the year type of family. Um, My mom worked at a daycare that was at a church. And so, my you know, growing up, I didn't didn't read the Bible at all. Um, I knew some of the Bible stories just because of that. But uh, whenever I got in fifth or sixth grade, I started kind of getting serious about it. I was part of, like, a, a Bible study group thing at school. And they asked me to speak one day. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> having like hardly ever read the Bible, <laughs> and so I literally did the open up the Bible, point at a verse. Hey, that works sometimes. It worked. Well, it works sometimes. <laughs> this time it worked. Yeah, uh, I pulled up the Bible verse, Matthew six twenty four, and it literally says, "No one can serve two masters. He'll either love one and be devoted to the other one, or he'll despise one." You can't serve both God and money is basically what it all sums up to. And I took that verse to heart at a a very young age, at a very uh, pivotal point in my life, because that's what the Bible said. And I was like, oh, we're supposed to believe the Bible, so I'm going to take that to heart. Saying that, I did a Bible study on it, a Bible study. (laughs) I basically stood up there for like three minutes Uh (laughs) and said, you can't do both. you got to serve God, you know. And... Uh uh, but that verse, it's funny because that verse has really stuck with me mm-hmm. all throughout my life. The Bible to me, um, I can believe it because I've experienced it. Yeah. Because the things that it says in the Bible, I've seen work out for my life. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main things that we, we kind of miss. We see this book as a book of rules, as a things like we can and can't do and we're supposed to do and not supposed to do. But when really... When you get into the Bible, it tells us about that relationship with Jesus, and it helps us come to understand that. Yeah. It's more than just words. It's more than just something that people wrote down. It's really a guidebook for 
how to have that relationship. And so, yes, man, the Bible has impacted me a lot because it's helped me realize who Jesus is and what he wants for our lives. Whenever, before I ever read the Bible, before I knew uh, much about it, I thought it was almost like uh, a magic book. Yep. Like it was something um, that protected me from uh, whatever forces that were out there. It's like I, the apple a day thing. Like, yeah. oh, I read my Bible. Okay, I'm good today. <laughs> yes, yes, something like that. And I remember one time, like there was a tornado coming through, the tornado signs. We had to go into um, the hallway. I remember I didn't go to church. I didn't really believe in God. But at that time, I'm like, okay, if there is a God, he has to protect me. I'm going to get this Bible, and he's going <laughs> to protect me. And so that's that was my view of the Bible very early on. And then once I first started coming to church and um, my youth pastor, he gave me a Bible and he said, just start in the book of Matthew and just start reading it. And that's whenever it really started to come alive to me. Mm -hmm. This is before I really knew who Jesus was, what church was all about, what the Bible is all about. It's so a lot of questions, but I just began to read it and it just began um, really just to, uh, almost like a sense of excitement. Like nothing I've ever read has ever done that to me before, um, but it was almost like a sense of joy, expectation, and I think that was discovering who God was mm -hmm. and what and the plans that He had for my life. Um, so, next question for you: um, So, how can we trust the Bible if we if we believe that the Bible is uh, true? We believe that it changes lives. Um, is there any other evidence or any other? Um, reason why we should trust it besides the fact that the bible says we should trust it okay so man people much smarter than us yeah. <laughs> have done all sorts of research mm -hmm. um and all day long we could throw research out there saying well this happened and this happened and because we see this in history because we see archa ar archaeological yeah there we go yeah. words yeah. all right yeah. because we see this you know we can believe this part of it and that's great. That is, that's, that's super awesome that we have something historically that we can point back to show that the things in the Bible that it talks about happened. Mm -hmm. To me, the biggest proof, man, it works. Yeah. If you follow the stuff in the Bible, if you live the way the Bible says, if you read those things and they impact you and it helps you to live a better life, be a better person. Man, to me, that is a ton of proof that this thing is more than just words that some old dudes wrote down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all day long, you can look at different events that happened in the Bible and see that they happened. Um, but to me personally, the way I know the Bible is true, the way that I know is because I've experienced it yeah. for myself. That's really good. Yeah. And it comes down, there's a Bible verse, I believe it's in the book of Hebrews, says the word of God is living and active. Mm -hmm. And I believe that verse is true because I've read the Bible um, a couple different times, and it's still, every time I read a verse, I could have read that one verse a hundred times, and it still hits me in a different way almost every single time. And it just gives me a, a fresh perspective um, that, wow, I read this, and God is still speaking to me through this. Yeah. And so it was written... Um, 2,000 years ago, some of it 3,000 years ago, and it still speaks to us in new ways. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just speaking to um, that culture, and it, and it was speaking to that culture that was written to, um, to those specific people, but it's still speaking to Christians and, and people even today. And I think that is, um, that's a good proof of how it affects us personally. Um, I like to think that I'm, I'm a rational guy. 
that I'm logical. So I try to find the logical and the, and the, and the most reasonable thing for things that I do. Um, and the thing that hit me the most, the thing that really um, opened my eyes to the Bible was um, just how it was written. Mm-hmm. How it was written over um, 1,500 years. So from the, from the start of the book of Genesis to the end of the book of Revelation, it was a span of 1,500 years. That's like, how, how old is the United States? Two, 300 years old, 200 years old? 1776. Okay, ninja math, yeah, 300 years old. So that is like five times as long as America has been a country. Right. And so that is how long it took to write the Bible. And it was written over by 40 different authors, um, people who were kings, people who were uh, fishermen, people who were tax collectors, sinners, who were uh, Pharisees. And it was written in three different languages. And, and just the fact that whenever you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it's a singular message. Mm-hmm. Nobody could ever, ever um, plan that out. No, right. Nobody could ever uh, saw that except for God. So if we believe that there is a God, a God who actually created the earth, a God who is actually in control, then it makes sense that he is able to, to direct people to write that one story and it's unified. Yeah. And that is, whenever I heard and understood that, my like, wow, this is something that I can truly trust and believe in. And because of that, uh, whenever I read it, whenever it says something like, um, we're all sinners, I mean, you can believe that. If you can believe other things about you have to believe that. And then whenever you read in the Bible, um, what's that most famous verse that everyone knows? Uh, John three sixteen. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, so whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If we believe the Bible is true, then we have to believe that. Yeah. And that if we call on sure. Jesus' name, then we can be saved. So that is why I love the Bible. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? No, man. I mean, I think I think you wrapped it up. I think the biggest thing that if, if, especially new believers, but even people who have been Christians for a long time, I think if we can realize that it is important to read the Bible because it literally tells the story of what we believe. It tells the the tale it tells everything that we need to know about jesus from the like you said from genesis to revelation it all points to him even the even the weird stuff even the hard stuff yeah if we really look into it and see what it meant it's all pointing us to our need of a savior Mm -hmm. our need of somebody greater than us to help us out to be there for us and to be our friend and our savior so I think if man if if you just start getting into reading the Bible, you're gonna experience that yeah. for yourself. But that's what it takes. So many people they try to live off of the oh well you know my grandma was my grandma was a good Christian and I try to like do right by her. Mm-hmm. But it's not about that. It's about reading it for yourself and letting it get deep down in your heart. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a better like non Christianese way to say that. But experiencing it for yourself. And you realizing and you understanding and you getting what the Bible is saying to us. Yeah. Yeah. So if you found somebody or somebody here is listening and they've never read the Bible before, or maybe they try to read it, um, they got stuck in Leviticus, it got boring, it didn't make sense. Um, uh, it was just a bunch of rules. How would you instruct somebody who's never read it or maybe has tried to read it and failed? How would you instruct them to start and, and to dive into where it's affecting us? Okay, I got I got another story. Okay, okay, I was at youth camp, long time ago, <laughs> a little bit older. Uh, I was at youth camp, and there was this guy there named Herbert Cooper. Oh yeah, Herbert Cooper is a pastor in Oklahoma City. 
People's Church, mm -hmm. I believe is what his church is, and a phenomenal guy. He told the story about the way he started to read the Bible, and I've passed this on to tons of people. The way to start, open your Bible and read a verse. Maybe it's just that one verse the first day. I always say start in John. Some people say start in Matthew. Either way, it doesn't matter. Open your Bible, read a verse, shut your Bible. The next day, come back and do the same thing. Eventually, you're probably going to want to read more than one verse because reading just one verse is kind of a, a tedious, yeah. <laughs> almost waste, not a waste of time, but almost like a waste of time because you're having to stop everything else you're doing, focus on that one verse, and then close it. Start out a little bit at a time, but start. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. You got to get it in your head. You got to make it a, a point to do it. You got to just make sure that you're, you're giving yourself the time to do it. But yeah, start in either John 1-1 one, one or Matthew 1-1, one, one, either one. Start there, read a verse. Read two verses, read a chapter, whatever. But start somewhere yeah. and make it a point to do that every single day. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to want to read your Bible. Yeah. You're going to want to find out more. It's it's just like a, it's like a super cool Star Wars movie. The stories in the Bible <laughs> are... Awesome. If they made a movie of all the stories in the Bible, they would be blockbusters. There you go. I was just thinking, like, the book of Acts. Like, if they made a movie, like, with the right cast, the right producers, like, that movie would sell out. Or even, like, a trilogy or something. I'm glad that's where you went, because me, <laughs> I automatically was like, they should make a story about Ehud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, about Ehud. See, you gotta, now you gotta look that up, Ehud. because we're not gonna tell you what Ehud, it's about. Ehud and the King Eglon. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That is a story. Great story. But it all comes down to consistency. It's that yep. daily um, reading the Bible. A lot of people think, okay, I want to read the Bible, so i got to read the whole thing right now. Or i got to read the whole thing in a month or a year. It's good to have those kind of plans, but it's good, it's better just to be consistent. It's that daily walk, mm -hmm. whether it's a verse a day, whether it's a chapter a day, whatever works for you, if you just do it every single day you will want to read the Bible more. The Bible will make more sense to you. The questions you have about the Bible, um, they'll start to be answered. That's the other good thing. Ask questions. Yes. Like, don't don't just say, oh, well, okay, that that was weird. What is it? Ask questions. What does that mean? Man, talk to Pastor Matt. Talk to somebody who knows stuff about the Bible. Um, Google it. Googling is a little... <laughs> Gotquestions.org. If you have any Bible questions, got questions.org yeah. it sounds kind of generic but it answers a lot of crazy questions yep. about the bible questions that i don't have answers to questions that um whenever i have a question about like the dinosaurs exist i go to that and it tells me what the bible has to say about that yeah. got questions.org so i just think it comes down to that being consistent yep. asking questions and just do it just start just start that's good Thanks, Cody. All right, I love you guys. If you guys have any other questions, any other topics you'd like us to do, um, DM us, comment, message me, whatever it takes. We want to answer your questions. Love you guys.